All right. So picking up directly where we left off. Uh, Bob, you had almost convinced this cop that you had nothing to do with the fire and that you were just a witness. Um, but then you kind of went back on your story a little bit. And that going back and forth has set him off. He's, he thinks he needs some more questions from you. So we will resume directly from there. Um, there's a cop. He's pointing a, either a gun or a taser at you. I didn't say, I don't remember which one I said exactly. And uh, he's he's ordering you to get on the ground and ordering you to put your hands up and ordering you to get in his car all back to back. What do you do? Jackie has immediately gone quiet and put her hands up and is just silently not moving. Um, Agent Carlton will pull out his, which I, he had out earlier, but pull out again his badge and show it to him, holding his hands up, saying, we're not... I'm not sure what's what's going on here, what you're trying to do here. I, if you need me to speak to your supervisor or something, I can do that. But I'm not sure what's going on. And just like that, you will see another police car pull up. And out of it gets Sergeant Hayes. If you remember Sergeant Hayes, he is the police sergeant who watched the videotapes with you in the first episode. Um, as I see him getting out of his vehicle, I turn towards him and yell uh, to him, uh, Sergeant, uh, your officer's pointing a gun at us over here. Can you come handle this? He's going to look startled for a moment, and he's going to see the situation and say, Officer Mendez, put your hand, put your gun down. I'll talk to these guys. And he walks forward towards you as he does so officer mendez says these these guys are going back and forth on their story i'm trying to figure out if they have anything to do with this fire jackie will and, uh, will continue holding her hands up and staying still but she will say i'm just trying to provide paramedic services to anyone that may be injured in the fire but apparently we're a little too busy playing games for that. He's going to look back at his officer, say, don't worry. I know these guys. They check out. I'll get to the bottom of this. And then he's going to look back at you, Jackie, and say, I don't remember you. And the, the smart Alfie comment is not appreciated. Are you a new agent are you with uh uh who is the atf was it no marshals yes are you with the marshals as well she's one of the fbi consultants that was brought yes. in along with my other um partner who i believe you met uh she's a medical professional we brought her in because as you are very well aware it was sort of a medical issue that uh your officer was dealing with Yes, that is smart. Yes, uh, I am 
Also, with the FBI, I have a badge if you, uh, my, for my consulting ID if you would like to look at it. And uh, you'll have to forgive my smart alky comment. I just get very frustrated when I'm not allowed to uh, help in situations like these. And having a gun well, pointed at us obviously doesn't help. Uh, he's going to chuckle and say, I was just going to say, a lot of people do get nervous when a gun is pointed at them. But, uh, look, I tell you what, there's obviously been a lot of details going on. Uh, we got a house on fire now. Why don't, why don't we all get somewhere where the air is clearer and we can, uh, we can, we can figure this out. I would like an update on everything you guys have found. Sure. Uh, also any chance you have like a clean shirt and a pair of pants or something I can put on as I gesture to the fact that I'm soaking wet. Tried to get in there, and as you can see, I'm uh, my clothes are not in the best condition right now. How did you get wet? You're on a fire. Hose down, tried to go in. Uh, we, we arrived on scene um, with the expectation that we were going to be interviewing the widow. Um, just, you know, to run through uh, some, some details. Uh, and when we got here, there was smoke pouring out of the windows, so I just hosed down and charged in and uh, it was crazy in there. It was an inferno. Did you find did you find her? Uh, I went in through the front door. I got right into the, the center of the main room there and started to look around. I didn't see anybody in the main room, but there were flames everywhere. I gotcha. So you pulled out then? Yeah, I came out and had some some pretty hefty steam coming off of me. Uh, my uh, friend here, Jackie, was trying to help me get these clothes off um, to try to help out with that when the other officers arrived. He's going I've, to... I've never seen a fire go up that quick. So it happened quite suddenly. And he's going to motion to walk back to his car um, so that the three of you are not obstructing the, the scene. Yep, I'll follow him over. Yeah, and as I, I'll go over as well, I was like, yeah, it was like, I don't know. Like, uh, literally when I, we got here, there was some smoke coming out of the windows. We got out of the car and it started to turn black and get a lot thicker. And by the time I went in through the door, I think Jackie can say there were flames shooting out of the windows. Like, it was... It was within yeah, it minutes. escalated very quickly. Very quickly. I understand. So, minus all this craziness, as he as he points toward the fire, what, what else can you update me on your case so far? Um, being that this this is a uh, federal and local case, we're, we're working together. I will tell you anything you tell me, or excuse me, I will tell you anything I know, and you can tell me anything you know. So... It's been a been a full day, and uh, hoping uh, you guys have some leads. Now that the big guns have been brought in, I think the only real lead we have is that um, we don't know what happened. It's not, it's not even a lead. Uh, we don't know what happened to the coroner. He's got. He's missing. Yeah, yeah. We we became aware that the coroner is missing as well. Uh, shortly before you guys arrived. Um, are you suspecting a connection? 
No idea. Um, there was mention that he was acting strange from his assistant. So we were wondering if maybe, um, if maybe there was some kind of, I don't even know, biological uh, contamination, or if maybe he even got like a heavy metal poisoning from uh, dissecting the corpse somehow. I don't know how he would do that, but maybe if he somehow uh, cut himself and uh, while handling the the heavy metals, uh, no idea. It's you know not my expertise, but it's very strange. Or maybe he just, maybe it's just a coincidence, but it was something we noticed. I want you to make a persuasion check. Not that he's going to disbelieve anything that you're saying, but this is this is more about his gears turning. I want you to make a persuasion check. Yep. All right, that is a 24 under, I think, 50 or 50-something. 50 All right, um, so he's going to kind of bob his head back and forth as he's thinking. And you'll get the sense from him that you've satiated his curiosity. Uh, you've you've given him another lead and he, he believes you've been working. So he looks back to you and says, well, that is definitely something we can look into. The, the heavy metal connection, the uh, people acting strangely i i could definitely see a connection there um but just if you find any other suspects any other leads please pass them my way any organizations businesses people you know the more evidence the better we got a lot of people at the office that want some answers for one of their own even even now more so as he points towards the house. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, I got to tell you, I, I point towards the house. That that honestly looked like a, like a military grade kind of thing. Like uh, I've I've never been in combat, but I've um, investigated cases of like mercenaries and stuff like that who who were former special forces. You look at that that was almost like a firebomb. That was some heavy duty arson. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe, if maybe your deputy was, was tangled up in something or even if uh, maybe there's like a local uh, military base or a local mercenary unit or a local laboratory that was testing on him or something. No idea. This is pure speculation. I'm telling you, but it's just based on, it looks like someone's cleaning something up. Well, if I may uh, interject with some experience as someone who has seen a lot of combat, it's basically textbook. A textbook demolition, textbook arson. Mm-hmm. You know, fast and hot, burned everything. I bet. It's funny that you mention, you know, terrorist cells and you know, militias, uh, whatever the word was that you used, because we do have a problem in these parts, very rural, very rustic, of uh, some anti-government militias, white supremacy groups. I uh, I don't know if he got himself caught up with any of that, but uh, 
You just told me that's where your hunch is going. That's actually that's a great point. That's actually a great point. I was just thinking linearly about being actual military, but like an ex-military guy in a militia, that makes perfect sense. Absolutely. His, his head is uh, going to bob back and forth. Yeah. All right. Uh, he's going to extend his hand out to Jackie and say, it was nice meeting you, uh, Mrs. Cole. You can call me Cole. All right. He extends out his hand to shake yours and says, nice to meet you, Mrs. Cole. I shake his back and I say, yours as well. All right. I'm going to get back to my men and looking at the scene. Thank you, Sergeant. We'll keep you in the loop. As you look back towards the scene, uh, you, you may have convinced the Sergeant to look the other way, but you see... A group of police officers including uh officer hernandez and he's just kind of talking with the group pointing at you guys and uh they're giving you a leer yeah fair enough and yep. it, <laughs> i mean can't talk everyone into everything it is at that point we will cut scene and go back to Drake. Drake, where uh, were you going exactly? I think you were fleeing the scene. I was. Okay. Um, um, go for I it. Can, yeah, I mean, Drake left. His car was, uh, you know, a couple blocks away. So as soon as there was, you know, emergency vehicles incoming, he just pulled away and got out of there, cursing under his breath the whole time. <laughs> he does not know exactly what is going to work out with them, but uh, he's also cursing because he thinks that somebody needs to watch this uh, tape that we've got. And he doesn't know how long they're going to be out of action. So he's basically pulling into the, a nearby parking lot where he can plug in this thing and watch this tape. Uh, this. I think it was labeled star people. Yep. Uh, it's good. You remember that I had to remind myself, gosh, which tape does he have? Right. The one from the green box. Not to say that there are or are not any other tapes, but I had to remind myself of that. So yeah, you have the tape. I'm remembering it now as well. And uh, you're looking for a place to play it. Um, you uh, said you're going to. Yeah, we have a, a player and I'm sure Drake yep. being the tech guy has the adapters to just plug in the old VCR thing into his car if he wanted to. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine that's good for your car outlet, but uh, I'll, I'll let that pass. It's a rental. That, yeah. <laughs> it might might be a couple users before they find it out. So, if you'd like to, you could watch the tape now, or you could wait. What would you like to do? He's going to watch the tape now. Okay. He's going to first safe his gun and put it in the glove compartment having a little bit of experience with weird tapes he just feels better that way sure so just looking back at the tape description yes so basically it suggests more of a description than uh <clears throat> here is how it goes i'll put that out so what you see before you is a night sky it's full of stars and it's full of static 
because it's an old VHS being played for the first time and who knows how long. You hear someone singing. It would not be a language that you recognize. You hear singing and the camera begins to pan down from the stars. Do you have any thoughts so far? No. Okay. It pans down to a man who you would say appears to be Native American. Um, given how he's dressed, given any sort of facial features, and given the language that you don't understand, you can correctly guess that. He looks into the camera and begins to speak in English. He looks into the camera and he says, this is a language for the star people. They come amongst my people often and they take the human form. They share wisdom with my people. And sometimes they even take us up to the stars. We sing this song on this high rock to meet them. They do not always come, but I am confident that they will come again soon. If when they come again, who knows what shape they will take for they have not been here in a long time. And then he will go back to singing. And I will edit that he will say that the, the mountain is called Ghost Mountain. Okay. He says they sometimes come to Ghost Mountain to meet my people. And that is the end of the tape. He, he continues singing and then it is done. Okay. Drake is probably going to just sit there dumbfounded for a moment. Um, still relatively new to this. The idea that uh, aliens are also in the mix is okay. And he's going to then just shake his head all right, turn everything off, and uh, he's going to go back to his prior line of research um, until he either hits a dead end or hears from the rest of the team. And that is uh, Benthic and uh, you may have to remind me of the guy's name. Yeah, I, um, I'm double-checking that, too, but... Uh... Uh, oh, yeah, just found it. Dr. McCallison. Dr. McCallison at Benthic Corporation. Okay. Yeah, so that would be his next line of research. Um, especially oh, yeah. Benthic. Uh, I will say two things. One, how would you like to start finding information about this person or this company? And two... If you would like Jackie and Bob, um, we'll say that you've gotten away from the crime scene and you could call him if you'd like. 
or yeah. Okay. I think it would make sense as soon as we felt safe that we would want to let him know what's going on. Definitely. So I'll let you take the lead on that since I'm probably the driver. All right. Um, I grab out, hmm, thinking about if I should do a work phone. Yeah, I'll just do a burner phone just to be on the safe side. Uh, and I will call his burner number. And yeah. Yeah. So, Drake, you decide to begin your research on Bendik. And before you even hit the search bar or whatever you want to look at, your phone starts to buzz. Yeah, immediately pick it up. Yes. Hey, Drake. It's us. We made it out of there. Um, should be all clear. Looks like a lot of the police officers are not our biggest fans, but uh, should be in the clear for now. Uh, did you make it out okay? Is everything good for you? Uh, yeah, I made it out. I... I was worried I was going to have to bail you guys out. Good job. Good job getting out of there. Yeah, no, I'm good. I um, I watched the tape, and uh, I was getting ready to do more research. Um, if you guys you watched are... it? I'm assuming this is on speaker. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he, he said he watched it. Yeah. Oh, man. Jackie just shakes her head, lights a cigarette. No, I think uh, we regroup at the hotel and um, talk next course of action. All right, that sounds good. Um, uh, we'll just come to you. Are you back at the hotel? Uh, on my way. All right, sure, we'll just meet there. And I'll hang up. Yeah. I, he didn't go far, so I assume they're about the same distance away from the hotel. I'm not going to ask for any drive checks or anything. You are all blocks away or able to get there by the interstate. So, if you want to fast forward, we may fast forward to the motel. Yep. Works for me. Okay. Yep. I think we so, cut to me having just explained what I saw on the videotape. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can play that out, or just, uh, yeah, they hear the conversation too. And then he said he didn't know what form they were going to come in when uh, they come back the next time. Hmm. So nothing. So you didn't like see anything too crazy in it, did you? No, not like the, not like that other tape. It's just, um, it's more what they were saying. Yeah, just some weird stuff and well maybe it'd be uh worse if you knew what this uh they were saying in that language hey i said there was like a like a song or a chant yeah a chant for the star people okay all right i think this is definitely connected um the widow mentioned the star people to me that's what you know tipped me off I mean, I was just a few feet away. I, I heard it too. Oh, yeah. I guess she did say it again later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She was definitely something about these star people. There's something going on with 
I don't know if it's aliens. I don't know if it's just some creature masquerading as something. I don't know. But there's definitely something going on with these star people. Definitely has me thinking alien, but... Yeah. I suppose maybe this uh, infection that we're chasing could be considered alien. Certainly. Something going on there. Something biological. Wouldn't be surprised if it's from off this planet. I guess nothing's that surprising these days. Not so much. All right. Um, were there any other leads that you wanted us to follow, Drake, from that? Is there anything uh, anything that you would direct us towards? Uh, on your end, no. I'm going to dig into Benthic online, see what I can find out, see if there's any connection I can draw. Um, that makes sense. Um, Benthic, yeah. Is there any... Did we, did, were we able to, we were able to track who the guy in the video was, right? He, he worked at Benthic? Yeah. That's how I found Benthic, uh, this yep. guy, McAlson. Uh, we still need to figure out uh, where the coroner is. Yeah. We need to track down as many as these infections, vectors as we can. And, um, man, it'd be good if we could find some way to get, like, authority for quarantine or something uh i don't know what the justification would be though not offhand i I will um jump in just to remind jackie that um there you you did discern that there were only two hospitals in the county there was the uh veterans affairs and then there was a general hospital we actually in regards to the coroner we actually know that don't we that's how don't we know where he is like didn't um didn't Buck find out where he was before he had to leave? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was in our first session. You also did have a call with the hospital that confirmed That's he was That's right. I forgot about the call. And I think he was... He Was Was he dead? Uh, yeah, he is dead by now. They he's have with, him in, in their, uh, their own basement. And you may resume from there. So... Find out who did his autopsy, if it's happened yet. Find out whether they're now a vector. And, um... Yeah. I'll he keep also, working here. He may not have had an autopsy, is, is very possible. Um, yeah. Like, if he if his family hasn't okayed it, um, they it's possible they wouldn't even order one, although... Uh, if they are connecting the death to this one, I'm sure they would. Yeah. Maybe the nurses who uh, worked with him then. We don't know exactly how this is transmitting yet. Yeah. Anyone that handled his remains or had close contact with him recently. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, he, like, we don't know what is in there in his body um if there's like a contagion of some sort it's very possible that if there is a contagion it would die if left in a dead body for like a long period of time so i could call in a claim of jurisdiction on his body just to slow things down 
so that they don't immediately do an autopsy on him. And even if eventually a local does do it, or we have a federal person do it, it would take maybe like a week before it's all sorted out. And maybe that's enough time to, to just choke out whatever's in him. Yeah. So that's a good point. That's great. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Start isolating bodies and tracking down potential contacts. And I'll see if I can figure out more about where this thing's coming from. All right. I handler, I will call that hospital and put in um, just like a jurisdictional claim that we need to get a person on site and that they shouldn't, um, that they don't have the authority to do a an autopsy yet, as long as they haven't done it yet. Okay, yeah, you can uh, make that call. And if you want to do it right now, um, you hear ringing. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, sure. Okay. So you hear ringing, and then you hear an answer. Hello, Helena County General Hospital. I don't remember if I gave it a different name before, but we're going with that. Helena County General Hospital. How yeah, can it, I help you? It had a different name at one time, and they changed it, but sometimes she forgets it happens. Um, yeah. yeah. Hi. We're putting up the signs right now as we speak. <laughs> Hi, uh, this is Bob Carlton, a senior investigator with the United States Marshal Service. Um, I'm working in detail with the FBI, and I believe you have a person of interest in an ongoing investigation in your morgue by the name of, I don't remember, what was the name of the coroner? And what? Mr. Yeah, well, Mr. Coroner, uh, I'd have to find it as well. <laughs> uh, we have a, a a name that I just said to you that is uh, that you recognize uh, is a man in your morgue who we is a uh, is of special interest to a case an ongoing investigation. Oh, okay. Uh, what would you like me to do about this? Well, first, I need you to check your records to see if he's already undergone an autopsy. Uh, yeah, I can do that. And then roll luck. That is a six under 51. Yeah, well, we are actually backlogged on account of the county coroner being a uh, you're on a, a backlog of autopsies on account of the county coroner being uh, dead. So yeah, we've actually not <laughs> we've actually not gotten to his body yet. Well, that's perfect. But, uh, it's it's very urgent that we do. Uh, that's perfect. We, we're, we're had a plan for this afternoon. No, I understand. I understand. Um, we need you to just keep him locked away um, in a quarantine zone. Um, you know, we don't as a for i'm sure the same reason that you're uh, urgently looking at it we don't know if there's something going on with these bodies obviously he died after handling another body uh we need you to just keep it in a quarantine zone we're bringing in people uh federally it's our jurisdiction now so you're just gonna have to zip it up put some tags on it uh some lock tags and put it away well uh, hold on a moment. We we have a limited space for uh, for body refrigerators. Uh, we'd actually have to make a spot for him, you know, to get him I, in one. I understand. Uh, I understand. We have to perform on him this this afternoon. I understand. And you can have you can uh, take maybe you can take someone out of a spot and 
do that do their autopsy this afternoon but he can't be autopsied until someone from our department is able to come in and do it it's just basic jurisdictional we're on this case federally it's a federal investigation we just need you to uh, hold him until we can get there and it shouldn't be long we'll bring in someone as soon as we can but we just need you to hold him temporarily you know i i don't have the power to do this let me let me grab someone really quick uh, i'm gonna put you on hold um so you go on hold someone comes back introduces herself and uh she says can't we just send you the the autopsy reports that we s perform um uh sadly that's just not the way it works um it's jurisdictional uh when a federal case is doing it we need a federal coroner to do the investigation um if it like if you want to dispute this which you are entirely allowed to do um we can just get a judge on it as soon as possible and they can decide whether it's your jurisdiction but it if it's our jurisdiction it needs to be our guy to switch things up because we've done a couple speech decks i will say you can roll for bureaucracy okay all right that is a 75 over 60. I'm sorry. We we already got people prepped for this, and I just can't make room for uh, for switching things around right now. All right. Well, as I'm sure you're aware, that what you're telling me right now is that you are uh, denying a federal warrant, um, and I guess we'll figure that out later, won't we? Well, you haven't sent me a warrant yet. You've only told me that you have a warrant. I've seen nothing. Um, all right. In that case, I will say all right, and I'll hang up, and then I will call a federal judge. Oh, and I okay. don't. I don't know if we want to <laughs> role play me yeah, talking we'll... to a federal judge, but uh... <laughs> I don't want to role play that. We'll fast forward. <laughs> uh, uh, sure. So you you get a warrant. You get you get a warrant. You say words, and uh, you know you probably a judge that you've spoken to before that you have some reputation with, and uh, yeah, sure, you get a warrant. Yeah, and I, I mean, I have law forty percent, bureaucracy sixty percent, accounting eighty percent. Like, I can definitely do the paperwork. Do you remember what time I said it was, roughly speaking? I feel like it was around noon. What, uh... Yeah. So, based off of... If that's going down, and if it's the afternoon that they said they were going to do the autopsy, I'm assuming you... Did you share this information with me? Yeah, you would have been okay. in the loop, probably in the room while okay. I'm on the phone. Okay. Yeah, then in that case, as a plan B, Jackie's going to try to go to the hospital and get in on the autopsy. Sure. So, yeah, the time's getting tight. It can't but be stopped. You think, yeah. You think you should have enough time, but uh, it, it might be tight. Yep, I'm going to try to make it. All right, so okay. if we make it, because I'll, I'll just go to the hospital as soon as I've got the warrant. Mm -hmm. If we make it, I'll just come in with a warrant and um, 
and evidence sealing tags to lock away the body. And uh, if I don't make it, then yeah, I'll be standing outside with a warrant while Jackie's in the autopsy. For sure. So Drake, uh, you you hear Bob Carlton arguing, um, Agent Carlton arguing with someone on the phone about jurisdiction and getting the body not reviewed. Uh, are you spending this time to research Benthic and research the doctor? I am. Okay. Um, McCasin will probably call. Sorry. Whatever it is, it is probably yeah. easier to uh, to research than the company um, as far as like just what's immediately public. So I think that'd probably be his first option. Um, looking for address, social media, LinkedIn, whatever. For sure. He, he has a Facebook, but it's pretty sparse. Uh, his last post was six months ago. Of him uh, hiking, and it says that he works at Benthic, but that's not it. Most of his uh, most of his pictures are months or years old. Sure, um, Drake would also have the like paid subscription to one of those. Um, search engines that are used by skip tracers and bounty hunters um, to help get more details on people than is normally publicly available. Um, so I think you probably run through that, which how much you get from that would be kind of up for debate, but you can usually get like any addresses that are registered to their name, um, vehicle records, things that go through the DMV, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so you, you will find that he has a uh, apartment in town he has a car okay and is there is there anything specifically that you want to find about him because you can uh, find that he has he has a house well, apartment he has transportation yes yeah uh that's the main thing is uh the address since this guy is a potential vector um Tracking him down might become important if he's okay. still in play. Oh, yeah, I guess I'd also check obituaries. So you're checking obituaries, looking for him, I presume. Uh, you would not see his name in any obituary. Okay. By this point, Bob, have you left the room to go to the hospital? Uh, probably, because I would have had to run over to wherever I'm picking up the warrant first and then run to the hospital. For sure. Um, given everything that you're trying to find about this guy, uh, I could throw you a bone if if you word it right. Just tell me more about what you're looking about him. Um, I guess it would also be background like i know he works for benthic but like if he has any posts relating to what his specialty is what he studied at any point um that'd be something i'd be interested in um and i think 
perhaps uh, if there was anything recent. That'd be the main thing. Is like, what does this guy actually do? Um, yeah. So that I can get a better feel of what he might have been mixed up in. Sure. So we, um, as you as you're looking through the site that you have, and I haven't asked for any roles yet, but we'll, we can pass that. You find that he has a doctorate in some microbiology specialty, and I think it's probably just a doctorate in microbiology, and. Uh, what else did you ask for? Uh, I mean, that's the main thing, if that's what the, the re relevant piece is. And he worked for this Benthic Corporation, so I guess I better start looking into Benthic. Yeah. You know what? Here's where I could have a roll. Why don't you roll search? Okay. That's 98. Okay, so... You're successfully able to find that he has a doctorate in microbiology, um, but you don't you don't know where exactly to look for more information on this. You know, if there's anything relevant about it, you're just uh, not not sure what to do with that information, or at least not sure in the way that I'm suggesting. Makes sense. Um... Okay, so was that for still uh, McAlston, or is that for Benthic? That was for McAlston, and now if you want to look at Benthic, how would you like to go about them? Um, looking into business records, uh, history of the company, who owns it, um, stated mission goals, things like that. Uh, I actually employees, did... that kind of thing. I about McAllison, I actually did find some more information about McAllison, just double-checking. Uh, so he does live in a condominium off of Custer Avenue. Um, and yeah, you can do whatever with that information. So as for Benthic... The cat has hidden my pencil. One yeah. moment. <laughs> so... How exactly do you want to look up Benthic first? So that I can describe to you what you would find. Um, publicly filed records about uh, ownership. And sure. then, like, their basic... If there's any web presence that says what their mission statement and that sort of thing is, I'd look for that. And then I would look for, uh, like, cross-reference it against LinkedIn to see, like, who works for them. How big it is, that kind of stuff. You first decided to look for if Benthic has a larger owner, and you are able to discover that Benthic belongs to a parent company called Akiaso. A K E, excuse me, A K I A S O. Second, as for LinkedIn, um, not quite sure how much they would post on LinkedIn, but you can get the suspicion that this is kind of a small operation. Okay. And uh, it's it's stated as being in Helena, Montana. 
Uh, and what is it that they do? Like, is it primarily with this microbiology stuff? Is it a large, well, it, you already said it's a relatively small operation, but is that their focus or do they um, have other, some, some other stated goal that's maybe tangential to his work? I will have you do another search check. You're looking through LinkedIn and looking through whatever means you have. Because these people's LinkedIn is is pretty near blank. And given what you're trying to find. Okay, so you pass. You can find that it is indeed a scientific operation. Uh, this is kind of a research firm. And uh, you gather that they've picked Helena because of the pit. Something that I mentioned previously. They are... Um, doing microbiology research and you can tell that they have a certain interest in a quarry called the pit that has been filled in with water and uh yeah that is their focus that you can find okay um i think i've actually heard about this in real life is there is it like a stripped you, copper mine pit or something? You are correct. The pit is based on the, I think it's literally called like the Helena pit. It's it's a real place and uh, it's about as acidic as Coca-Cola is what Wikipedia told me because it got filled in. It started to dissolve all these minerals and um, yeah, you, you could literally do a Wikipedia search on it. Hint, hint. I've been yeah, there in probably. real life. Did you drink the water? No, but I am <laughs> terrified of deep water, so it was definitely a uh, oh look, a new place to be scared of. <laughs> yeah. yeah the the other one yeah. is the other one there is Butte, Montana, which uh, used to be this like giant hill full of like minerals, and now is like a scar. Yeah, chopped it mm. off. Uh, but yeah, I probably am just googling some of this stuff at this point just trying to get a better frame of reference for what we're dealing with sure so so you look through uh a simple wikipedia search you find out what the pit is and it's pretty open i mean there's even a tourist observation deck uh you you find out like i said it's about as acidic as coca-cola it's full of heavy metals and uh it's it's generally just a tourist trap from a from an environmental disaster. Great. So something's going on that they messed with, and somehow it's connected to aliens or <laughs> alien-like beings. Oh, no. uh, I I did find a post-it note. I meant to bring this up before, but uh, something else he it. would do is. With whatever resources uh, either his company or the program has, he would be looking for uh, a way to get better PPE than what we've been using, um, preferably hazmat level. Yeah. Would you like to look that up right now, or is there anything more you want to research about them? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, we should. Uh, sorry, my ADHD's kicking in. I'm all over the place. <laughs> no, I feel um, that. Yeah, so this Ikeasil owning company, um, 
just like quick Google gloss? Is it just like they own a whole bunch of different companies? Do they do something specific? Are they owned by Nestle? Like, what's up uh, with them? I, uh, I will have you make another search check or accounting. Uh, you know, I feel like I got to switch it up. Uh, it would probably be search, accounting. Computer um, science, maybe. Yeah, I'll leave it up to you. Uh, Something that, that's reasonably relative. Okay. Let's do computer science for background. Uh, let's... Yeah, one moment. Damn. Uh, well, I get to check another skill. Acacio is surprisingly vague. Uh, it, it it seems almost like a placeholder, you know? Like, uh, they're the parent company, but what they actually do is owning Benthic, and what Benthic Benthic is owned by Akiaso, and what Akiaso does is own Benthic, and what Benthic is is owned by Akiaso. It just keeps going back and back. Yeah, this is setting off red flags for Drake, even if he can't quite pin down what's going on. Yeah, um, you, may, maybe when we meet up again, you can have me take a look at it. This is sort of my specialty. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. Yeah, in the meantime, um, I have the guy's address. That's important, but the personal protection equipment would be something he would want to look in before that. So, uh, yeah. I would be looking at how we can get something... Um, something you know you you might use if you were like dealing with Ebola or yeah. worse. So, as I mentioned in the last session, I know I didn't post the audio. I'm sorry about that. Uh, you would know that there is a Veterans Affairs Hospital in the county. Um, as a federal agency, you might be able to pull strings from that. As for other means of getting it, you could roll another search um, or make some calls, however you want to handle it. I think the only other idea I would have that might leave slightly less of a paper trail would be seeing if I could call in a favor with uh, the private military corporation that I work with, but they may not be anywhere nearby. In fact, they probably aren't. So I think the VA is probably the best bets. Um, yeah. Uh, Drake will let the, the others know. Um, he's going to go try and get us some, uh, some hazmat suits and uh, see if he can sweet-talk his way into some from the VA. Drake, uh, you, where we left off, you were looking for where to get some hazmat suits, and uh, you decided that the VA was probably your best bet. That's and uh, you, you think that that's where you're going to go right now, probably? Yes. This is where I think we left off? Okay. So before you do that, I need to make a constitution check times five. Okay, do. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. Hey, fail. Okay. Oh, oh no, buddy. So you get up. Well, I'll say you close your laptop, you get up, and you ever get up too fast? You start to feel that. 
and you feel the need to go puke. Well, shit. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna go to the restroom then. Okay. Give me some spice to it. So, uh, you're you're feeling. Yeah, Drake. Feeling white. Drake stands up. He gets a feeling. His stomach lurches, and he kind of like looks like his eyes go wide as he like looks to the others, and he just runs to the bathroom. And he's really hoping that it was just the gas station breakfast that he got this morning. <laughs> you know, maybe it was, but either way, you rush to the bathroom. You open up the lid, and as soon as you do, the entire gas station breakfast pours into the toilet, uh, the toilet bowl. You find yourself hunched over and uh, powerless as as uh, everything inside you is just coming out. And I'm going to need you to roll 1d4. Is this sanity? It is not sanity. Oh, okay. You pour out almost all of your insides. Like your stomach feels empty, and as if a, a buzzsaw is is in your stomach, but you got nothing left to give. Take three damage to your health. All right. Now, as for the sanity, uh, you're you're probably having a bit of a panic attack on top of everything else. Um, uh. You, yeah, you will lose one Sandy, and you also have to roll 1d10 to lose that much pound. All right, you lose Ooh. seven pound, which is uh, a lot. Wow. Power, willpower. Yeah, I was just going to ask. It's pow, and, and pow is the, uh, the temporary one you get each day. Or oh, each, that, that's uh, willpower, that's willpower then. right? It's willpower. Yeah. Yeah. Power. Uh, is your oh, stat. wait. Yeah. Let me double check. Uh, so. Oh, okay. So you lose one d ten temporary pow. Oh damn! So your power is decreased, but it's temporary. Okay. Ooh. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The repercussions for that you'll find out over time. Uh, once it sounds like he's stopped throwing up, Jackie's going to knock on the door with a water bottle and say, as, uh, y'all right in there? Well, as I recall, I think Jackie, you said you were going straight to oh, the Oh, we left. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. Never mind. Never mind. Makes the scene all the more perfect. I Great, love you're it. on your I'm own. Gone. And the paramedic is gone, too. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think Drake is lurching. He finally finishes. He feels himself completely drained. And, um... Yeah, he's gonna have to take a moment to collect himself and think about how he wants to move forward. Um... Okay. Yeah. Maybe come back to me in a second. I need to think about this. Fair enough. Uh, I'm looking forward, so you just stay there over the toilet thinking about how to get yourself out of here, out of this situation, and we'll resume with as Jackie and Bob, you're 
going to the same place at different times, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to the local like federal judge's office first, and then I'm going to the hospital. And I'm going you're to gonna... the hospital that's just straight. Uh, so you're going to the local federal judge, or are you calling one that you knew? I mean, I probably called one that I knew, but like, generally I'll need to... I don't know how the jurisdiction works, but... Yeah, it'll need to be a federal judge over this area, usually. Um, okay. I can... Like, I travel all over, so I probably have at least contact with the judges from this area. I've probably had to, like, speak with at least some ju some federal judges about, like, um, tracking uh, fugitives or anything like that in this district. Um, but, yeah, I, I, like, I mean, I guess I could probably print it off. You could probably do that, but I would need to get, like, a physical warrant first. Okay, so we'll say that... We'll say that the federal judge of this district is in Helena. Um, you know, they might be in a bigger regional town and, you know, you might have their number. But for convenience, we'll say that they are located in Helena. And uh, you, you can drive there, yes. You get there, uh, you talk to the federal judge, which we won't role play. Uh, you get the warrant uh, because judges often don't want to be bothered that much. Probably a line of people trying to get warrants, and uh, yeah, you got yours. Taking you a little while, and what do you do with it? Um, I call the hospital again while driving over there. Okay. You hear a ring and an answer, and it's the same woman who first answered you. Hello, welcome to General Hospital of Helena County. How may I help you? Hi, this is Senior Investigator. Bob Carlton with the United States Marshal Service. I called earlier. I'm on my way over with a federal warrant to seal the body of the coroner. I uh, I understand. Let me. You called a bit earlier. I will get my. Um, I'll get our expert on this stuff right back over. You hear some hold music, and the same woman who told you no before uh, picks up, says hello agent uh hello ma'am um on my way to your hospital uh with warrant in hand for the sealing and eventual federal autopsy of the body you have in the more in your morgue could you send me a pdf copy sure and will you do that while driving I will quickly pull over to the side of the road, use a PDF scanner on my phone, and email her a PDF scan of the warrant. For being responsible, uh, she says back to you, uh, yeah, okay, we've received the PDF. Um, we were just about to begin. Uh, I will hold it off. Please come in immediately and bring in the physical copy. Yep, I'm on my way. I, I also have... Uh, an evidence sealer and tags so we can just wrap this all up do the proper paperwork and put it away for now she has a bit of a defeated sound maybe even embarrassed and she says uh well i'll write it uh see you soon and if you say nothing else she will hang up yep um nothing else and i will yeah, head over okay uh Last forwarding, you pull in, you go past, I don't know what 
this part of Montana would look like. I would imagine uh, a lot of farms and plains, and you pull into the parking lot, get out, and you walk in, you see Jackie. Jackie's uh, walking, I assume, or just getting out of her car, walking towards the uh, entrance. Hi, Jackie. Okay. Got a warrant here. I've already spoken to uh, the hospital, so they're taking the body out of the autopsy, and we're going to go and seal it up. Just about to call you. Glad that worked out. And honestly, kind of glad I don't need to be in an autopsy, because I prefer working on people that are alive. <laughs> but uh, I would love to see you present that Warren in person, just to put a smile on my face for the day. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll go in, flashing badges, swinging our Warren around. <laughs> big, Slap the receptionist with it. Big, big dick cops, just like, here we are. Got our fancy you paper. Are, you slap the warrant down on the receptionist table, and uh, she she leers back at the two of you. Uh, perhaps she's heard about the situation, and uh, she says, "All right, the uh, the body has been set aside, put into a fridge, as far as I know. Are you trying to see it right now? Uh, I just need to go in and uh, set all these evidence seals." Shouldn't take very long. Um, it's pretty standard. Uh, I've got paperwork here that I'll sign, and staff here will sign. Will you be reviewing the body yourselves? Nope. Just uh, you can keep it in the body bag. We just need to do put the seals on it. I mean, yes, technically, uh, the person in there may want to briefly unzip the face so I can see it and then zip it back up, but nothing too interesting. And, of course, as per our procedure we'll need to uh fully ppe before we do that so we don't I contaminate will, i will get some of that provided to you and um she will instruct you where to go and if you're just going to tag the body uh we don't really need to role play that uh is there anything you want to add though because then we could no, if we're... they give us nice oh. PPE, Jackie's going to try to steal it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that would be uh, probably a stealth check to try okay. and steal something. But how are you going to... I mean, if they gave me uh, a nice respirator... They, they probably are going to have you fill out a form or punch a card and then punch it back. <sighs> That's going to be tough. Check so it I would in, say check it's a... it out. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a, a minus 20 if you're going to try and steal it because they have records. Here here would be my thought. If it cuz they have nice disposable medical respirators. True. If we're told like if we're sent into a room and told to dump it in a medical waste bucket, we'll instead shove it in like our briefcase or something. Yes, totally. But But I'm not trying to like steal like if there's security or something, yeah. Well, it's a hospital, so there will be definitely be security of some so, some kind. Yeah, if 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 their instructions to us indicate that we are to throw away the PPE into medical waste, we'll try to slip it out. If not, then not. We'll 
We'll Agreed. leave them. We'll leave them their gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there will. Yeah, that's just realistic. So there will definitely be a system whereby you check it in, check it out. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, Delta Green fighting. Yeah. Aliens and stealing medical <laughs> supplies. I mean, if it's right there. Yeah, all right. We will snag, snag some that you didn't wear, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's we'll up to you if you want to roll, Drake. but it's at a minus 20. No, I don't want to okay. do that. If it's that, if that's the setup, no. I was definitely I thinking not. more along the lines of what Bob was saying. Okay, so you go in with uh, the PPE that they provide. You take it. You go through any sort of uh, decontamination, and you step out. I want both of you to roll 1d4. Suddenly, stern faces. Yeah, because I had to think about how to roll. <laughs> that is the amount of sanity that you get back. Because you get the the sense that you may have just saved someone's life. The nagging feeling. Great. Oh man, I just went from, from happy that I rolled a one to disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see how that was going to turn out because we had opposite rolls. <laughs> So, yeah, you you step away. The body's going to be uh, in a bureaucratic hell for a couple more days, and you have time to figure that out. Yeah, even if we don't do anything with it, it'll probably take, like, a week plus just to go through the courts, and it won't even be, like, weird. Like, the, they do, the bureaucracies deal with this kind of thing all the time. Yeah. So now you want to call Drake or go back to him? I think we'll just go back uh, at this point. You know, we've done what yep. we went to do. We'll just go back and regroup and go from there. I think I will use the bathroom one more time before we resume with Drake. Sounds All right. Good. Evan has made a jump in logic, and I don't know whether <laughs> I'm going to have to roll to see whether Drake makes it too. Oh, I love those moments. I was just doing a one-shot where I came up with this great idea, but my character wasn't smart enough to figure it out. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love those. There was one of the first characters I ever played was a barbarian in, like, 4E, I think. This was, like, I joined this group when they were transitioning from 3.5 to 4E. Uh-huh. And there was a point where... Uh, my barbarian like broke through the enemy's battle lines and got to the Lix phylactery and one was labeled mine and the other one was labeled yours. And <laughs> I my barbarian go back, which one do I break? And they said yours. And I broke down for two rounds just trying to figure out whether mine or yours meant mine. Mine or, or your. yours. So I, I was like, he's too dumb. He's gonna this no, he can't figure it out. Wow, straight up doing dumb. Straight no, up doing me, some me. who's on first. Well my character. Yeah. So I, I was talking about how Evan has made a leap in logic sitting here stewing on his character's mortality. Uh, but I don't know whether I should roll to see whether or not Drake can make the same. Yeah, roll a luck on whether or not your character dies. And uh, it will resume. No. <laughs> he feeling the sickness and suddenly worried about his own mortality. His, he's going crazy trying to put connections together from the disparate contacts he has. And I think he's going to 
yeah, he's going to call Jackie directly, I think, once he's collected himself. So we can just have this on their way to come back. All right, so we can resume from there. Jackie and Bob, uh, you took separate cars. So you take separate cars to go on the way back to the motel. You both mm-hmm. agreed to go to the motel. Uh, Jackie, though, as you pull out, as you get on the road, as you're driven for about two minutes, you feel a vibration from your leg. Okay. Um, I would assume, since it's a new car, I'm probably Bluetooth, so I'll press the Bluetooth button to answer. And okay. I'll say, Cole? It, it, it's Drake. Um, I just started puking. Um, I'm worried uh, I might be... Might have gotten something. Um, look, th- this whole thing, the heavy metals that they found in him... I, this research company that the original guy worked for, they, they researched this this strip mine copper pit that, that would have heavy metals in it and like acids and shit. Uh, I think it has something to do with that. It's It's gotta... You're the medic. Okay. I, I... Okay, okay, okay. Just take one second. Just breathe. I got all that. Okay. Did you throw up any blood? Uh, let me check, and he'll go over to the toilet and look. And given my <laughs> HP loss, I'm assuming there's plenty of blood in there. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you did lose HP, so uh, there is a red color to it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty red, and I see some chunks that I don't remember eating. Okay. Uh, that's not great. I'm going to need you to try to drink some water and... Uh... Don't leave that room. Um, can I leave the room for my computer and then I'll go right back in? Your um, hotel room? No. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that. Well, Stay in the hotel room. You can't okay. leave. You can't spread this to any innocence. Handler, quick question. Can I make a, an intelligence roll to apply a leap of logic that I just took? <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm not sure what your thinking is, but let's see. I'm Make a roll it, for it. it. It could be entirely wrong, but <laughs> this is what I'm thinking as a player versus as a character. So let me just see. All right. Uh, I have an 11. All right. That is a 41 under 55. So I can at least use this thought. So my thought is um, we're talking about heavy metals. Drake was just talking about that it might be something that's growing or coming from uh, this this pool that is full of heavy metals. Mm-hmm. Um, my thought is that it also might like thrive in acid if it's in our stomachs and it and it's from that pool that you said was acidic, like Coke acidic. Mm-hmm. I think our stomachs aren't really much more acidic than that. I think it's similar. So from my experience of getting salmonella and finding out that it would have been killed by my stomach acid if I hadn't taken Tums because I thought I had heartburn, I'm going to say to Evan, or not to Evan, to Drake, uh, hey, Drake, uh, try this. See if there's any Tums or... um, You're not in on this conversation yet. Yeah, unless unless she pages it in. Aren't we in the same car? No, we we drove separately. No, you're right. We are in different cars. So never mind. When I get there, 
I'll be like, I thought you're saying like, I'm not, I thought you're saying like, I'm not in on the conversation, but can I use a role to kind of, no, no, I, in my mind, because she had done Bluetooth, I was like, it's just in the car. I can hear it. Forgot we went in different cars. Oh man. Uh, Uh, I do feel like Jackie would be able to tell him something like that because of her medical background, but I'm not thinking of it. I think it might have to wait until we all uh, get together. Unless your yeah. school's just high enough to know it. Um, my intelligence Bob, is my this. highest. And no, I have... No, I'll, I'll yeah. say that you... I'm sorry. My bad. I'll say, Bob, you are getting pretty close to the motel. I'll say that. Yeah, I was going to say that um, basically after telling Drake not to leave his room, I was going to immediately try to get a hold of Bob. Because I don't want him okay. just walking in there. So do you hang up on Drake or... Uh, after, I said, after I said after uh, I said not to leave his hotel room, I'm going to see if he has anything else to say and then I'm going to hang up. Okay. Uh, Drake will be like, uh, no, when you get here, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll figure something out so that you can pull the stuff out of my car that needs to be secured. I, I'm going to go put the chain on the door and maybe... I'm gonna find water, and, yeah. and then Drake will hang up. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. If you hang up, um, there's a knocking on the door to your hotel. Um, I'm gonna go and peek through the uh, little spy hole. It is not someone you recognize, or actually. You put your eye forward towards the eye hole, and then uh, the door flies towards you, and it pushes you back, and now there is a gun pointed at you. Slowly raises his hands, and then like kind of tilts his head to look past the gun at whoever is pointing it at him. It is Dr. McAllison. You can recognize it. All right. Well... Uh, Drake will look at him and just be like, Dr. McCallison? I know you have the VHS tape. Just give it over. You go grab it, you give it to me, you live. Okay, you're going to have to slow down. I, it got in my face. I'm trying to process things very quickly. It, I just puked my guts out. I'm not feeling well. Bear with me. And at that point, I am going to um, try and neutral, like take the gun away. You're going to try and fight him? Yeah. I'm going to try and take the gun All away. All right. So it's close distance, so I will say you have a chance to try and do that. Uh, and, you can roll for it. Yeah. But I'll it's, say... Yeah, all he was doing was his yeah. training, like trying to keep somebody distracted, pretending like you're going to acquiesce, and then you just explode in a moment when they aren't expecting it. But uh, it comes down to unarmed in the end, doesn't it? Yeah, it's unarmed, for sure. That is a 45 under 80. And then he would have base unarmed, and he is going to try and roll against that. Or actually, no. Base unarmed is 40, and you rolled 45, which means it should auto-pass. Uh, unless he rolls a yeah. crit. 
Unless he got rolls a critical, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So An eleven a, could be me. So he has a like four percent chance of success. Hey, that means there's a chance. That's right. <laughs> Let's find out how mortal you are. No, he's uh he's not expecting it. You fooled him. You have grabbed gun and uh can play it from there. Let hey, let go. Uh, no. Fuck off me. Uh, yeah, Drake is gonna try and strip the gun away from him and and point it at him. He will begin running. Uh, do I get it? Because if, if he even starts to turn his back, Drake's response is going to be kick him square in the ass to try and send him tumbling. Okay, uh, you can try that. Because that's yeah. exactly what he's gonna do. Okay. I'm silently just freaking out over here about this whole situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, when somebody turns to run away from you, just giving them a solid kick in the ass is a good way to knock them over, but Drake is still not feeling well and missed. <sighs> and wasn't expecting this. So he turns, you kick, but he's already cleared the space and he's running down the hotel hallway. Bob. You are walking down the hotel hall and you see someone running fast. Um, if I see uh, him running, do I recognize him from the video? And I add that you probably would hear Drake yelling, stop. Because yeah. yeah, Drake so is a, now in pursuit. There's a whole scene. You're hearing stop. You're seeing someone run. And I'll say in just a second, you'll hear, you'll see Drake, but you don't see him just yet. You have a split second to make a decision. But just, uh, so I, I had seen this guy in video. Do I recognize him or is it just too fast? Uh, that would be an awareness check. Okay. Oh, but that is a 91 over 60. So I don't recognize him, um, but I do still... So I'm not just, like, going to shoot him or something, but I will draw my sidearm, uh, point it low towards him, and start yelling, Stop where you're going! Get on the floor! Get on the floor right now! As he is getting within inches of you, he will attempt to push you aside. And, uh... All right. Um, should he's I? He's doing it way too early. You okay. can do what you'd like. Um, he's not stopping. All right. Uh, then, if he's trying to do that, I will step to the side and try to shoot him. Hmm. Yeah, Bob's training is just to go right for center of mass and and not try to like incapacitate anyone or anything like that. So. He'll just uh, unload a couple shots. Okay. Roll firearms. All right. That is a 32 under like 80 something. All right. You shoot him and uh, roll for damage. Yep. That's just my normal sidearm. So that's not, but that's uh, almost max. That's nine points of damage. Makes sense. Very Our, up close and personal. You shoot him and he collapses down. 
as Drake begins to pace, coughing. Get away from him. All right, I back away from him while still aiming my gun at him. I think we're both infected. I'm going to drag him back to my room. Me and him, I meant infected. I don't know about you yet. And I'm going to grab the doctor and drag him back to the hotel room. Doing my best to keep blood from spilling on the carpet, pulling off his jacket, my suit jacket, putting it under him, that kind of thing. Um, as, as you're starting to do that, uh, Bob will say, uh, see if you can make sure he doesn't survive, but don't make it obvious. Drake will look at him, look down at the person, and looking at you, like, pull his head up enough to crack his neck and then go back to dragging the body. Is um, that while you're still in the hallway? Well, I'd look around to make sure there's nobody around. If I was going to say, uh, roll luck. Good point. Uh... <laughs> We learned nothing from the house fire. We'll do it again. <laughs> I rolled 63. Okay. Uh, you have your hands around his head in a position to uh, make a snap. And you notice to your right, a door opens and a uh, an elderly African-American woman is staring at you gets scared, and runs back into her room, closing the door. Um, as... I yell loudly, I'll stabilize the neck, you get help. Yeah. And then I keep moving. <laughs> as as you're working on that, I'm already, I already have my work phone out, I'm already calling um, the sergeant actually directly. Sergeant Hayes from the local PD? Yeah. That is an interesting call. call. I wasn't expecting that. I want to hear what you say. All right. Um, does uh, when he answers, I'll be like, uh, Sergeant Hayes. This is senior what investigator. Doing? What are you doing? Drake. Shh. And then Drake goes back to dragging the body. Sergeant Hayes. This is special investigator Bob Carlton here. Um. Looks like we maybe cracked some part of this case. I don't. I don't know what it'll mean, but uh, I was just in a shooting at our hotel. Whoa, 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 whoa! You you were in a shooting. Yep, you were probably getting nine one one calls from residents of the hotel or from the staff here. I wouldn't be surprised. I just had to fire, um, and then he quickly checks his magazine. He says, "I just had to fire four shots." Um, there, the man from your video. Remember, we saw the video of a man throwing up um, on your deputy. Yeah, I remember the the mystery individual. Yep, our, he, our primary suspect. Yep, he just arrived here. He came in with a gun, which he pointed at my um, one of my associates here. And well, when how do you find you? How do you find you guys? No idea. But when. Uh, I was trying to come to my associate's aid. Uh, he turned towards me and attacked, and I had to fire. Uh, I don't think he's going to make it. I don't know. He, it looks like he might still be breathing, but I can't tell. Uh, he doesn't. I haven't been able to find a pulse yet. 
All right, uh, I'm gonna come over uh, with some squad cars, and we're gonna call some paramedics. Uh, thank you. Uh, if you could get over here, the sooner the better. Um, I figured I'd get this right to you because, as I said, fired four shots. I bet the phones are ringing off the hook for the nine one one. Yeah, yeah, I, I see some people in the office uh, moving and kind of talking. And it might be just that. But yeah, the sooner you can get here, the better. Um, and then I will hang up, and I'll go to Drake, and I'll say, don't, like, do anything too crazy. Uh, just, like, put a pillow over his face. I can I can make it look... Look, that's not a problem. And, and Drake is still like he he's would as soon as he could put the door between you and him and close it like he'll still talk you through it but it's like look this thing must be crazy infectious if it's got me puking um we got to take precautions we have to tell them that there's some sort of bizarre infection or something this needs to be in quarantine and and when the paramedic gets here she'll tell me what I need to do I think it has something to do with this company researched this pit, this this pit that's full of heavy metals, which is what we found in them. Maybe it's some sort of because this guy was is going to be was a doctor researched microbiology. So something it can infect people related to heavy metals and acids. It's not my special specialty, but it's something like that. All right. And you're saying you think you're infected? I'm kicking my guts out, man. I feel like shit. All right. Um, all right. I need you. Let's see. Go into my bag in there. I keep a bottle of Tums. Um, just take like a bunch of Tums. Like normally you take two. Take like six or eight. They are. Um, they lower the acidity of your stomach. Maybe that will slow it down. Maybe run that by Jackie? I'll ask her when she gets here, but you'd have to take a lot more Tums than that to to destroy the pH level of your stomach. But if you take a few Tums, that will lower your the pH in your stomach. Trust me, I, I, had, a, I had a bug years ago that was because of too low pH in my stomach it might help I don't know if it's going to help but you said it's acid and heavy metals to my knowledge you haven't ingested any heavy metals but your stomach's very acidic um, and it's probably only getting worse if you're throwing up I think it like fires up the membranes okay okay um, yeah but when the response team gets here. Come up with some excuse why we have to maintain the scene as it is. Tell them their doctor had something dangerous on him or something. Uh, just make sure he's dead so that when they arrive on scene, he's dead. We'll just put him in a body bag, put tags on him, and put him in the same cooler the coroner's in down at the morgue and try to extend the delay as long as we can. Fine. It's too late. We fired shots in an open hallway. Like, they're coming. Hey. And 
I didn't realize that my microphone was still off. I had to check my door. Uh, I will say that by now, Jackie has arrived at the motel as well. Uh, down the hallway. And when Jackie yeah. arrives, yeah. I will run that idea that I just had by her. Okay, yeah. And uh, I just want to say that Jackie is coming in in all the PPE that she has in like her param- from her paramedics bag. So everything that she's got. And that's reasonable um, because you're expecting that Drake is infected, even if you don't yeah. know the rest of the scene. Yep. Um, and so I think based off of uh, our conversation and my sort of lack of medical knowledge as a real person, um, I'll just say <laughs> that it's a great <laughs> idea and he should smash those tums. <laughs> I'll, I'll go up to the door and I'll, uh, I'll say, uh, Drake. Jackie, I needed you to eat like 25 of those little fuckers. You'll be fine. You said you were puking up parts of your stomach. Eat the Tums. You're fine. Yeah, Drake will like, just basically open the top of the Tums bottle and throw back as many as he can start <laughs> chewing. Uh, following it with water, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Uh, we're not a... We're not doctors. We're not a medical podcast, so... Uh, yeah. If if an alien fungus infects you, I don't know how well twenty five tums. I, I think you might have a different problem by that point. I don't know, but but, yeah. but I will say that eating a whole bottle of tums, if anything, like if you do it every day, that could be a real problem. But if anything, it yeah. looks like it might just cause constipation. Yeah, and I've <laughs> I've been around pregnant women in my real life that have eaten whole bottles of tums in a day, and they're fine. Their babies were fine. It's fine. <laughs> in this yeah, fictional I... scenario. Fair enough. Yeah. I, okay. I can't imagine Tums are terribly toxic, but yeah. what do I know? Um, and then I'm going to start uh, taping off his door with garbage bags and duct tape to try and seal it as much as I can. You're sealing what with duct tape? The door to Drake's room. Okay. Uh, you're... You, you... Find some duct tape. Maybe you have it with your PPE. And uh, as you're doing this, you hear a commotion as uh, police are coming down the hallway. All right. So I have brought the doctor back to basically where I shot him. Um, At this point, he should be dead. Uh, Oh, Drake was going to take him into the room and not like because the body's got to be infected, too. And we know that it can be. Yeah, I understand. But. They are going to take this body. Like, if we want to turn this into a quarantine zone, that's going to bring in, like, more agencies. Like, this is going to become a huge thing if we say we need to quarantine this hospital room, this uh, hotel room. Um, so for me, as far as, like, it doesn't seem like people are getting infected from, like, being near the body. To me, it seems like it's more like if you cut open the stomach or something like that, or get vomited on, um, or uh, stand over a like um, a pool of vomit and stuff like that, that seems like it, where it's happening. So I'm just thinking the best thing we can do right now is if they think he's just dead, that there's no chance of resuscitation, um, or at least not easily. We'll just get him put in a body bag and sealed, take him to the morgue, 
and put on ice for like the foreseeable future. And ideally, I'd really love it if the cops didn't even talk to you and didn't even go to your room. That we can just handle this all out in the hallway. Well, you will have to try for that because the police officers are rushing down and uh, they're looking at you and Jackie. Okay, so the body is in Drake's room still. No. I I would have immediately no, been like in the hallway. The body is in the hallway. Okay, okay. I just wanted yeah, to understand where okay. we where like we unless unless that, Drake is like fighting okay. me about it, I'm like no. He no, needs to be where I shot him. Yeah, let's okay. settle that. Okay. Drake okay. would if if you're making a stink about it, Drake would have left it in the hallway and just just gone out. He would have placed it in a position that would not be uh, ideal for his survival, but he would have then left. Okay. Cool, and then. I guess what Jackie would be doing instead then if the body is out here is um, she would have been getting out her supplies to try and treat him. But right. not actually treat him because I assume Bob told me. <laughs> Alright, so running it down. Bob is dragging out the body into the hallway. Drake is going to stay in the room to self-quarantine. Jackie um, is either going to be in the room or outside of the room taping it up. Which no, one will you do, Jackie? I think okay. what we were saying is Jackie is instead, for now, I think she had just said was going to be basically pretending to help the dead man. Yeah, because I thought if both people that had whatever this was were in Drake's room, then I would seal it up. But if we have a body out here, then it wouldn't make sense for me to run past a gunshot victim to try to be taping a door open. Okay. Yeah. So, let's... Say that the scene is as follows: the police enter, and uh, they're immediately going to see you, Jackie, kneeling over this body, and you are in full PPE. Drake is inside the room. Bob is out in the hall, and since Bob said he was going to drag the body back out, I will have you roll luck. <laughs> okay. It's going to get interesting. Jackie, uh, yeah. Uh, police officer stops and says, identify yourself. As I am seeing to this uh, gunshot victim victim's wounds, I'll tell him, Jackie Cole, FBI, taking care of gunshot wound victim. Do you have any uh, su medical supplies you could lend? The, the paramedics are coming in right now. Good. I can tell them what I've been doing as a paramedic. And she's still working on the gunshot wound. He's going to have a frustrated look on his face going left and right. And I, I'm going to stay here. Hey, you two, go, go check out the, go check out the rooms. Do you have a room here? Wait, why are they checking out our room? Yes, we have a room, but why why are you checking our room? I need I need to know why why did the shooting happen here? Because he attacked me here? But why but were sure. you <laughs> But sure, yeah. our room is down the hall, like you can go to our room. Okay. Uh you two go go check out the room down the hall. Uh what's the what's the room number? 7. Is there anyone inside it? <laughs> Uh, yes, our uh, third, I believe, uh, our other consultant is here with us. 
are you if you want to rewind are you going to try and convince them that uh there's there's some other reason uh that you're here uh, i forget did you mention to the sergeant that um this was a room that you had here yeah we said we were coming back to the room and he yeah attacked us yeah then they would reasonably have this information they know that you have a room at this motel oh sure totally. yes yeah, is where we're staying yeah yeah it's legit look uh yeah, we just gotta we gotta have to get the whole scene locked down we sure, gotta see sure. who all heard anything and and we just gotta understand the crime scene uh sure yeah um yep he was by our room door and then when he saw me here uh he may have even been in an altercation before i'm not sure but when he saw me here he charged me um attacking and i had to fire at very close range you, you said he might have been in an altercation before with who possibly with our um with the other agent in our room or with someone else here i'm not sure he just was already uh, agitated when he came at us possibly how, how could you say possibly you didn't talk to your other agent yet no we, uh, we've just been here i this you're going to recognize him as the same agent that you saw at the burning house uh he's going to look at you with a look of distrust and uh say look i don't like that everywhere you guys go someone is dying or there's some sort of chaos and it, it hasn't even been a full 24 hours since we last saw you at the police station i mean from my perspective not a big fan of this town. Every t where I go, someone dies. It's crazy here. How dare you insult our town? Things were relatively peaceful until until all this chaos. It's only it's only doubled since you got here. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I was going to say, for... hearing all this, Drake has set the has has taken the opportunity to kind of stage the area. Um, I, I was remembering, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just go in and close the door. Oh, he kicked in the door. All right. So that's going to be a little bit difficult. Uh, but Drake has set the uh, the gun that was pointed at him down on the ground near the door. Drake is going to be standing by the bathroom. And he is throws a few more tums in his mouth for good measure and makes sure that he has water. And is just waiting for them to show up and is going to he already has like a monologue type thing ready to go as soon as they come in. Right, and I am back. So how do you decide to prep the crime scene? And I'm gonna ask you for specifics. Anything you can think of. Right? Uh they both ran to the bathroom, so they'll be right back. Sure. So you usually have to leave at eight, right? Yeah, usually, but I'm, or, uh, yes, 8 central, but I'm fine today. And, I mean, it's not that surprising. If I remember correctly, this scenario is one that can go really, really long if, like, if it doesn't work out. Yeah, plus we are doing, like, two-hour intervals, and I know that most people probably do, like, four hours, so then they meet, like, maybe three times where we're doing two hours, so... 
you know, maybe my pacing is good. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think we're doing okay. Like we're at two to three hours a session, and this is the third session for this scenario. I don't think that's that crazy. Yeah, sorry about last week. Uh, with the Christmas that's one, I'm going to get the Christmas up this week, uh, but the music just was keep being too loud. Right? Like, I kept trying to turn it down, and I don't know why I couldn't, so I'll try that one more time, but maybe I'll just do it without the music, and I'll get that one posted this week, and first Extremophile episode. Yeah. I've been busy. And then I'll have to see how many views we got. Probably, like, three. What um? How many episodes do you think you'll do for this? Like, do you think you'll slash it up into like four episodes or something like that? Like shorter apps? For Extremophile? Yeah. Mm. Well, this is already session three. Uh, I know that you said you like one hour ones. When I listen to a podcast at work, I can do till. So I would say that two hours is my goal for an episode. Yeah, I think that makes uh, sense. I think one hour is like ideal, but it's hard to do effectively. You really need to be like good at editing and good at setting up for the edit too. Like um, otherwise, yeah, it just uh, it, you can't really make it work. Yeah. But so what like I do is an like hour, hour and a half is like ideal if you can make it happen. As long as we're not talking just... hardcore history, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard about that one. Do you uh, do you listen to Lions Led by Donkeys if you're into like? history sometimes it's a very good podcast oh yeah that is a good one yeah I, i've been listening to that. that one at work it's at it's basically like military history but it's from a point of view that like generals are complete dumbasses <laughs> and it's just not all it. these ways in which in which like leaders have sent their <sighs> men into wood chippers yeah and, uh, yeah how dare you give me That's another so podcast great. what was that again yeah i know i need Lions to write it down by donkeys and sled by donkeys. Okay. I would say. I, I was just saying, I. <laughs> you go first. You go first. <laughs> Luigi Cadorna is is their first episode, but they they redid it. So I would say start with Luigi Cadorna, which is probably now like episode two hundred something. Then do the Iran Iraq, which is uh oh man another yeah. one of their episodes and. Uh, That'll those episodes will tell you whether or not it's for you, but I find the guy's kind of funny. Yeah, he's pretty good. I came upon the podcast through um, Behind the Bastards, which uh, the host from Lions Led by Donkeys has gone on that show a few times. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thanks for my to it last podcast. So. Yeah, you have to listen to them at work or on road trips or because I've learned I've li been listening to it at work, but it's literally like it's probably been two months I've been listening to it. It just there's literally hours worth of content. So See, yeah, you can't listen to every I, podcast. Yeah. See, I'm always looking for podcast suggestions because I can listen to audio literally from the time I wake up till the time I go to bed because I sew for a living in my house. Yeah. <laughs> and so I always run through them really fast. Yeah. Oh, well, I used to I've drive so for a living. I used, used to to drive yeah. living. I used to drive for a living. And gotcha. so I just listened to podcasts like for yep. for my job, essentially. And um, combined with being like a late shift. So in the morning, I wake up, get ready while listening to podcasts. And 
then when I was like, oh, I'm going to take a break and work on some creative stuff. I was like, yeah, but I'll still have time to listen to podcasts. No, being unemployed, like deliberately unemployed, working on creative stuff, did not have as much time to listen to podcasts as I did when I drove for a living. Yeah, yeah. like um, <laughs> I, I am, like I take care of my daughter full time, and I have a lot less yeah. time to listen to podcasts than I did when I I used to be a letter carrier for the United mm. States Postal Service, and so I was on the street walking for like seven to ten hours every day so i would just listen yep. to podcasts the whole time and i also listen at like 1.8 same so i would mm -hmm. devour like you know 14 <laughs> hours of of content every day what's 1.8 one 1.8 speed, 1, 1. We'll, speed. We'll get back into it but oh yeah, yeah no I, I listen to 1.25 at least because mm -hmm. uh i can't yeah. imagine all the uh, hours i would have lost if i did not do that yeah yeah, and it anyway. like, for me it was like a build up. And I got to one point eight and then I went to two and I was like, this is too much. And so too I went fast. back to one point eight. <laughs> but yeah, let's return where were we police going to talk to Drake. You were yeah. Yeah. So you got a police officer, uh agent or not agent, but uh officer Menendez who you've met before, he does not trust you, evidently. Uh and he is given orders, he's in a position to order two other officers to go investigate the room, uh, room seven, that you just told him. Uh, they run down, they see a kicked-in door, and Drake, what have you done to kind of prep the scene? Well, you have as much time as you'd like. It's up to you to tell me what you've done to prep the scene. Yeah, so essentially Drake has increased the messiness a little bit near the door, make it look like okay. there's slightly more of a struggle than actually went on. Um, and then uh, he has laid the gun that he took from the, from the doctor uh, on the ground near the door. And Drake is standing on the other side near the door to the bathroom. So he's on the okay, other so side of the room. Okay, so you're standing by the bathroom? Yes. Okay, so you hear the footsteps, you hear the commotion outside, and an officer pushes open the door. Looking at the... Uh, looking at the... I don't remember what you'd call it. The, the door mechanism to see that it's been kicked in. And he's going to look back at you. Alright, what's what's going on here? As he steps into the hotel room. Easy. Uh, firearm by your feet. Uh, the perpetrator uh, when, when he was shot, I, I secured the firearm. I realized I should have left it there. This isn't my forte. I'm not a I'm not a trained officer like you. I'm just the tech guy, and I'll kind of point to where my stuff is set up. I'm kind of heart's going going a minute here. Um, just give me a second. Uh, guy kicked down the door, uh, threatened me. Uh, then when the associate showed up, he ran. He charged him, and uh, there were shots. I've just been back in here. I, I'm sorry. I am not meant for these sort of action situations. I'm just sort of a desk jockey. 
I'm uh, not doing so good right now. Uh, just give me a second. Just I need some water, and I'm just going to go into the bathroom and close the door behind me. Oh, okay. That's how you want to play it. Uh, I say that out of character. You hear the two officers outside, uh, and, and there's some silence as if they're a bit uh, shocked or they didn't, they didn't get a chance to really respond. One of them says to the other, all right, uh, all right, turn this place upside down. And uh, you're going to hear some rustling outside. Um, and then, maybe, you know, maybe another says, hey, shouldn't we leave it in place for evidence? And there's a bit of a back and forth. Um, there's just, you hear footsteps outside. And then... A knock or any other player may intervene, but they're going to be conducting a search. I mean, if I hear, like, if I hear them searching our room, I will come over. Okay. Um, I only would if it was really obvious that this guy is dead and there's nothing I can do for him. So he lost a lot of blood and it would probably be a medicine check to keep him from dying at this point basically what i want to do is make it look like i'm helping him but not actually be helping him so like i have the supplies out and they're definitely covered in his blood and it looks like i'm trying to assist with his gunshot wound but i'm not actually doing anything helpful Okay. Uh, at this point, there's Agent Menendez looking over you. Uh, he's presumably not medically trained, so he, he's staring. Uh, but the, the paramedics start to come in, and uh, you know they might be able to discern a yeah, little more about faking. So why don't you roll a medicine yeah. check? And are okay. you going to try and subtly kill him, or...? No, I basically just don't want to give him any actual help. Gotcha. And if the paramedics come in, I'm definitely not going to fake anything because I'll know that they can uh, obviously see right through that. Okay. So for the period of time before they came in, why don't you roll medicine for that? Or for a state? Okay. Okay. Okay, that's a 7 out of 80. Okay, so by the time they've walked in, you're pretty sure the perk is dead. Okay. So I'll just relay all of the information to them as far as uh, what wounds I've noticed and let them go from there. And then I'll walk over to our room. Okay. Uh, gra grab the body. Let's, uh, we gotta get going. One of them says to the other. You're not taking that body anywhere until my partner puts tags on it. What do you mean? We This guy's got to get to a hospital fast. I know you're going to take him to the hospital, but he's under federal jurisdiction and he's not alive. They, uh, they're going to look at you and uh, be a little bit shocked. Uh, all right. Uh, take a, take a pulse. One of them says to the other. 
Do you do anything? No, because he's dead, right? Is he not dead? Yeah. Am I crazy? He is, he is dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I'm but not doing you're, anything. You're watching as uh, one of the paramedics touches the body, takes a pulse, and uh, says, yeah, he's he's dead. To the other paramedic. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know Are... how to uh, keep them all here without it being really suspicious, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is kind of tough. Uh, you did say federal jurisdiction. Uh, that might confuse them for a little bit. And now the three of you are all in the same area, uh, same situation. What do you all want to do? Um, I think ideally we want to just get the police to finish what they're doing here. Um, I'll... Maybe go see if I can, or just give a call to um, the judge I talked to earlier to just get a warrant to also um, have this, make sure this guy's in our jurisdiction and go from there. All right. Uh, I can have you do that right now. And as you're doing that, uh, one of the officers knocks on the bathroom door and says, sir, we'd, we'd like to ask a few more questions. How, uh, uh how did I've this got, guy, I've got the shakes and, uh, I, I, I just threw up. Um, can you, can you bring me my bag? I, I think, uh, I think I have something in there that might help me a little bit. I, I, I apologize. I, I know that you're probably used to this sort of thing, but I really am not. Did, did you get the gun from him? Yeah. What what happened exactly? Uh, he, he was shot. The gun was on the, the, the ground. I, I picked it up. I I don't know the order. Oh, God. Um, my bag. My bag. Please. I have a condition. Make a persuade. All right. Bob and Jack, if you came over, you're seeing this. Over. Um, yeah, you see two police officers with a look of frustration shaking their heads at each other. One of them looks back at the bathroom door and knocks and says, Sir, we'd really like to come in. I'm just going to step in front of them, in front of the bathroom door, and be like, Dude, my friend has the worst food poisoning. Why don't you step back and give him a minute? You really want to go in there with what he's doing? How? Okay. How, how can you? There's so many details to this. Okay, you got a friend with food poisoning. <laughs> he had a gun pointed at him, and he's asking us to go grab his bag. He can't tell us why the gun is on the floor, and, and meanwhile, the, the the perp has a gunshot. I put in it his there. Chest. Yeah. So, well, it's very obvious why he has gunshots in his chest. Like I'm holding a service pistol that has been discharged. But um, I will, but for the rest of the stuff, yeah, I will grab his bag, walk over, open the door, say, hey, Drake, buddy, what do you need from your bag? Uh, it's fine. I just, oh, I think I'm going to hurl again. All right, you do that when you're feeling like you're not going to throw up immediately. 
come out here. The officers will keep their distance from you so you don't feel like uh, under pressure. You know, the, the shock doesn't get to you. Um, Jackie's going to check you to see if you're going into shock. I think the shock got to me. And then they'll ask you a couple of questions, okay? Okay. Police also, officers, officers, as Jackie was mentioning, I don't think that uh, I don't think this is like ongoing. But as Jackie was mentioning, uh, our consultant here did have a little bit of food poisoning a couple of days ago. We're thinking maybe I'm thinking maybe that's why his stomach is being so heavily affected by the shock of this situation. Under her breath, Jackie says, uh, "Small towns and their food poisoning." <laughs> sure, we'll say they don't hear that. Uh, these, uh, oh, I'll have ahead. you roll persuade as well. Me? Yeah, you, Bob. Okay. You're giving a second try to keep them away from the bathroom. So far, no good on the dice rolls. Let's see what we get. That is All a 63 right. uh, over 50. Sir, I, we're coming in. We don't like the sound of this. And one of them is going to grab at the doorknob and twist it and open it. Drake uh, is hunched over a toilet bowl that is filled with bloody chunks. They're uh, going to come forward, take a look. They're going to look left. They're going to look right, see if there's anything of interest. And uh, one of them's going to pat your back and say, you good, buddy? <clears throat> I know I really shouldn't attack a police officer, but I'm holding my character back. Yeah, and it's not that Drake is actively feeling sick. He's just trying to do whatever he can to get them to back off. Mm-hmm. One police officer is going to say to another, all right, this uh, this scene just seems weird. They rolled a luck check and they passed it. Uh, so they look at the scene and just say, yeah, there's nothing of interest here. Let's go. <laughs> and they step out the back, uh, the bathroom. We're going to look at that bag of his. And uh, you come to us if you got any more info. Fucking weirdos! You hear? Are they taking his bag? Uh, well, Drake said, "Go look at my bag." Uh, Bob, are you still holding it in your hand, or have you set it back down? I probably would have been holding it. All right, then they will ask you. Can uh, he said we should take a look at his bag? Can we take a look at it? No, I need it. Please, just bring it here. Yeah, um, I'm like rummaging through it. Um, and I walk over into the bathroom like, what do you need? Let me get grab it for you. I I am so done with this shit. I, I'm, I'm calling the Sarge. Should All right. be here by now. And yeah, always. I, they, one of them is saying that to the other police officer. They're they're kind of backing off now. Yep. Call <laughs> call your sergeant officers. It's always good to have a professional in the room. And you're also <laughs> going to hear one of them say. Do we have any news from the uh, the CDC investigators? Or no, they were EPA, right? Uh, no one's checked in with them in uh, about a day. 
two of them yeah yeah i i haven't talked to them i, I think it was two of them i think it was two ladies and uh you're just hearing that conversation as they're still in the room and if they're not actively looking into the bathroom, Drake has grabbed the bag from from Bob and waved him off as he started pulling out the like the, he's got a compartment with all the most illegal shit in there, and he has emptied that into like the container behind the toilet, like you know the yeah yeah. So the silencer, the lockpick stuff, the, all the things that'd be like this is this isn't a tech guy, like all that oh, stuff that's... is just going back there. But that's all definitely legal in Montana, though. Some of it is. And I guess Drake would have known, like, what, what to really worry about. But there's also some stuff in there that probably you would need uh, some sort of federal license to have that he doesn't. So that stuff's going in the back of the tank. So we'll say that you do that. And the scene is stabilized a bit. The, the two officers have stepped out into the hallway and are now talking. What are you going to do with this moment of privacy? You can now plan a bit. I think I'm fucking sick, man. I don't know how infectious it is. We need to... I mean, I can do as much research as I can from here, but we need to secure the scene. We need to make it clear, and you need to get away from me. Look, not knowing how this thing spreads, it may have already infected this whole town at this point, but it's possible I could be infected. You probably aren't, um, since you're wearing that full hazmat suit, basically. So you probably aren't, but like maybe, um, I maybe those officers yeah. could be. Like we'll see. We'll have to wait a few days to see if anyone else shows signs. Um, we should probably see if maybe we can even run some tests on any of the sample if it's in this um, toilet if you've got I think we should have a little bit of equipment um, I might go pick up some like uh, I don't know some uh, Alka-Seltzers I think that's got uh, like I think that's got stuff in it like maybe that'll help I know I know I'm going to throw back a few of those tonight to see if that helps <laughs> Well, uh, anyway, yeah. here's since since our scientist is wait, did he die? Oh yeah, uh, the doctor is dead. Oh, that was in character because Drake was huddled up in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, Jackie just kind of looks at Drake and goes, "I I don't know. Are you talking about me? I'm not a doctor. I'm still alive." Well, anyway. That guy's not talking to us right now. I don't think it'd be very helpful. It was after the tapes. He was after the tape. He, he, uh, I have his home address. There might be something there. What do you think is on that tape that he doesn't already know? Why does he need the tape? Uh, the ch chanting? I don't know what else would be unique about that tape. Like The rest of it's just folklore. So maybe those weird words we can't understand are related somehow to this uh, triggering some sort of something to do with this he wanted parasite. It. Yeah, he uh, he wanted me to hand it over. Shit, this is not coming together. This is weird, guys. It's 
pretty weird. One of the weirder ones. Yeah. Great. Um, okay. Uh, if you can keep them from interacting, because I don't want to spread this shit. I don't... Fuck. Well, here's the thing. Now, I've just been around a lot of crime scenes as a paramedic, so you tell me, Bob, because you probably know a lot more than I do, but uh, just because we are crime scene adjacent, does that mean they have a right to walk in here and do whatever they want with our stuff? Because last I checked, I didn't think that was true. Not really, but at the same time, they're cops. Not much we can do. We can, like, push jurisdiction. We can, like... Try to thank you. Try to keep them away, but it's up to them. Good night. We could, I was just thinking, if like they if don't have a warrant, can they really do anything if we tell them to f off? The they can. That the thing is. Okay. So the thing is, you're right to question that. Um, the only thing is, if they don't have a warrant, they just can't use this evidence in like mm. a trial. But that's really the only thing stopping them. They can do whatever they want. All right, well, no path forward that way, then. Hmm. Yeah, let's just take anything we don't want them to see. Okay. Throw it in a duffel. And, you know, I'll go put it in the car or something. Okay. If I can. Um, And, because they, you know, they're probably not going to, like, get in a fight with a U.S. Marshal about, like, his beer. (laughs) Um, but they might, so you never know, but we'll see. Well, they seem to keep fighting me every time I try to save lives, so this place is yeah, yeah. backwards. They're, they're definitely, uh, being obstructionist, but I get it. We're kind of trampling all over and there have been a couple of bodies showing up. <laughs> and she sort of gives you the side eye and says, and hopefully a couple that won't. Um... I do th- suggest that I think uh, I think Drake needs to roll a sand check for some sort of helplessness, realizing that he's probably sick. I don't know if that's built in, but uh, I feel like yeah. he's probably, now that things are not actively blowing up in his face, he's probably uh, having a little bit of an issue. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's probably something I might have missed. Uh, let me take a look at that. And... I think just about now is where we could wrap it up. I think that now that you've killed the widow and now that you've killed the doctor, I think it could definitely be wrapped up in one session. Uh, so we'll stop here and we can do the sand check when we resume next week. Sounds okay, good. Great. Sounds good. Great. Glad we talked our way, well, Bob talked our way out of getting us arrested. <laughs> Man, and now we're almost arrested again. We'll see what's. We'll see I know. What's-